Hey guys, welcome to week two of the Flow Podcast. My name is Justin. And I'm Sarah. And we're super excited to bring you this week's topic. Last week we talked about gratitude. And this week we are talking about joy. Absolutely. And they do build off of each other. Totally. I think they're one and the same. They're like partners. They're super partners. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're too polite. We are okay, too polite. I'm let's, just going to talk over you. Well, I just wanted to go over what we did last time, which is basically defining it before we get started. Sure. So because we're talking about joy, we'll get into the juicy goodness of all of that stuff and why it's important and how it ties together with what we're trying to do um, in our um, life group. But basically with joy, joy's definition is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. Mm-hmm. A feeling of great pleasure and happiness. Sounds good. So from that, it's saying joy isn't little. No, I would say that joy is huge. Joy is big. Joy is all-consuming. Happiness is more of like a feeling. Joy is more like something that embodies you. A quality. It's a quality, like gratitude. Right, like we were talking. We talked about it. Uh Mm -hmm. Something you possess. Yes. Okay, so if you possess it, where does it come from? Uh Uh-huh. And how was it given to you? Yeah. Was it given to you? Uh-huh. Was it earned? Is it something like gratitude where it's a muscle we have to work? Uh-huh. Those are all... Right. So those are questions that we're going to... Those are things we're going to talk about. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, and I'm thinking... So when you started thinking about the topic, well, and didn't you just do some, like, Facebook research I did. today. I kind of cheated. I mean, in a way. Yeah. But I just was like, okay, with all my research I've been doing and watching TED Talks and uh, reading articles and, you know, obviously searching the word, I went on Facebook because everyone has an opinion. Yes. And everyone likes to answer questions uh-huh. and say how they feel. I just thought I'd throw something out there and say, okay, everyone, what do you, how do you define joy? You know? And I love the answers I was getting because they are all so different. And, you know, how do you define joy is what my question was. So in an hour, you got 17 comments. Yeah, I did. So And I love it because it literally ranges from, you know, uh, a possession, yeah. finding something that you were looking for for your home, which yeah. I can relate to. Sure. It's a joyous moment. Yeah. Okay. Um, to, you know cup of coffee in the morning with a devotion to my kids to um a new boat to the peace that i have in my life and then obviously a resounding answer was jesus and having god in my life and um knowing him more or knowing myself more because of him yeah so there's like a fullness there so you get this like fullness of joy it's Uh like you're overflowing so like even there where you're kind of because i I feel like you kind of almost have to differentiate. Like, there's happiness mm-hmm. and there's joy. Right. Like, um, are we putting them like? Are we putting them together, or would we say that they're different? Like you were just saying, you believe you know, joy seems to be a quality that's more in depth and a higher level. Um, joy is much greater than just like small time happiness. I mean, would you say that? I don't know. Do you have to have joy to have little things? Little happiness? 
can you have little thing little things make you happy? Sure. I mean, if you're what if you're grumpy? What if you're Oscar the Grouch and you get a letter in the mail that gives you ten thousand dollars? You know? Yeah. I mean, that makes you happy. Right. Okay. But where are we at with joy in that? Sure. So that's the question. Joy versus happiness. Yeah. That's a tough one. But maybe, okay, um, happiness is still good. Yeah. And those little things that you get, even though they're fleeting. Right. You know, like the, let's say you got a new phone or something. It's a, you're happy about it. Right. But it's not like, you know, you're overwhelmed and you, but you're happy. But those happy moments might lead you to joy. Yeah. Like maybe if you have a bunch of little happy moments, maybe it can lead you to a joyous state. Okay, so, but if you got a new phone and tomorrow your house burned down, you're not going to go, well, I'm really happy I got a new phone. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Your house is going to burn down and you're going, I'm so happy I have Jesus. Yes, absolutely. Right? And, yeah, so they are different. Right. And they probably, maybe happiness can contribute, but it's not like a precursor necessarily. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then, like you had just discussed, when you talked about joy and we're talking about whether it fully stays or lasts, mm-hmm. um, but what if you look in your day, like we talked about, let's just start with worst case scenario. Like, sure. There's people that don't have any joy. Yeah. They look at their day and they don't see anything that makes them happy or that they feel like they can be thankful for. And there's a lot of people like that. So are they Christians or are they not Christians that are feeling this way? Both, I would say. You know? Because it's just, right. Because not every Christian lays hold of everything. No, but that's why you drink milk first, right? Yeah. And then you get to... You work into it. Yeah. Okay. So it's a muscle that you flex and you work. And I get that. I don't know. I feel like I am, when you ask that question, I think about when... Like my pre-Jesus days, you know, yeah. I'm trying to think of if I had joy. And for me, I instantly go into circumstantial yeah. things. Big thing that happened. You know, I have to think about like, okay, what made me happy? I never think about the word joy, no. really. But I mean, I was younger too. So I'm just like, okay, well, I woke up always thinking, what what am I excited about today? What makes me happy? What do I have today? Do I have a new shirt to wear? Like little things like that. It was building up. Things to look forward to. It wasn't like this solid, oh, I have nothing in my closet, but I got Jesus. You had fleeting happiness, but not that constant joyous state. No, exactly. Okay. So when I was looking over as many scriptures as I could find, I always try to boil everything down because my brain is simple. Sure. And so I looked at it, and I think the, the key points that we kind of need to lay, so let's say someone can't see any joy in their day, we have to look at what does the Word say mm-hmm. and what did Jesus say. And number one, Christ talks about this. Number one, joy is something that he made us to do. Right. That comes stock, standard. We all have yeah. the ability to have it. Right. And then he also said... Like, he didn't just say, you know, you should maybe have it sometimes. He also said we should have it continually in Mm -hmm. bad and in good. Mm -hmm. So right now, God's already telling us that the joy state is possible Mm -hmm. and that we're supposed to have it consistently. Right. Okay. So for me, when I thought about it that way, then it's almost like when this, what we're talking about today is almost kind of like those 
strategy guide, the tips and tricks to get us closer to where we have better consistency with our joy. Because it is a muscle, like you just said. Yeah. Like it's something, it can happen by accident, but it's more likely to happen if you're actually working on it. Yeah. Don't you think? Intention. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can lose it just like gratitude. You know, it's still inside of you, I feel, I believe, but you have to consistently bring it out and make it, you have to work on that quality. Okay. So you just mentioned gratitude Mm -hmm. and, you know, we talk about gratitude and happiness and joy and you can all kind of interweave them a little bit, even though they're different. Mm -hmm. The reason we have joy today or this week versus gratitude last week is, I mean, do you want to explain that? Do you think like we have a, it seems like a building block that like last week we had to lay hold so that we can have full thankfulness and really try to have appreciation, which is going to put us closer to joy. Yes. Yeah. And then we have to build that base of really taking stock of all the things we have. So we really have an accurate sense. Yep. And then that brings us ratchet. I, I put here, which I know is goofy, but this is how I think. I just put like the levels of like our happiness or, or joy, you know, yeah. we start off good and then the next level or sorry, first, first step's okay. Then it's good. And then, you know, we get up into the great and amazing areas. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're laying hold of our thankful or thankful with gratitude for all we've been given, that gives me a level of joy. Yes. So right there, that's ratcheting up. If I start my morning with talking about what I'm thankful for mm-hmm. and giving thanks and being in that relationship, mm-hmm. that's going to bump me from okay and good right away yep. because now I'm good. I know I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful for all the things that I have. Mm-hmm. I know that my situation could be different. Mm-hmm. I know what God's done for me. Mm-hmm. And I know what his promises say for me when bad things happen. And even if the worst happened, I'm going to heaven. Yeah. That right there puts me at a, I think that's a pretty good mindset. That's a pretty good place You know, to be. so there we're at, we're already at good. Yeah. So then we got to work on how do we get to that great and amazing more consistently that we can say that I have the joy of Christ in my life. Mm-hmm. Is that, Yeah. I mean, does that make sense? Yes. Do you think of sense. it differently? No, I think that's, um, I just think they go hand in hand. The joy and the gratitude definitely go hand. They're building blocks off of each other. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then, like, the next question would, I mean, so to meet that criteria of joy, we already said that it's something we kind of have to work on or flex. Mm -hmm. Um, What are some ways that, what are some ways we can flex that muscle? I mean, all of our tips, like, some of the stuff we're going to go over at the end for like mm-hmm. what we think are kind of our share our own, mm-hmm. but like, what are some things that are kind of plug-ins for you? So when I'm feeling like not very joyous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I oftentimes will catch myself in a moment and I just have to go, you know, I have to decide. I think I have to just make a decision. First of all, you are being grumpy or you're being you know, not grateful or you're being Oscar the Grouch, I guess, for lack of better. um, Yeah, no, you're just, you know, I'm just like like feeling funky. Yeah. And I'm not seeing the forest through the trees. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm not being joyful, but I mean, when I'm that way, I almost have to think, do I want to be that person? You know, like, do I want to be that person? Do I want to be this grouchy person? Do I want to walk around with a snare in my lip like do i want to 
Well, and is that being the salt and light? You know, like no. How am I serving others in the moment of being like that? You know, so I I have to almost think of like the negative side of how I look and how I'm acting and how I'm kind of crushing myself in my day. I'm dampering my yeah. That's a good way to put it. My 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 calling for the day. Yes. You know, because God has plans for me during the day. So that's... if I'm not walking around joyful, I'm not walking around serving him. Well said. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that would be something I think of the contrast, okay? Like, how is this looking from the outside? If I were outside of myself looking at me right now, what would I think? Yeah. You know? That just triggered something I was thinking of is I've used this term for a long time, but I've called them joy leeches. Mm-hmm. So, like... Let's say we all have quirks and twerks, things that, not twerking, um, <laughs> quirks and, <laughs> we have quirks and, Rewind, okay, <laughs> delete, we have quirks and f- we all kind of get rubbed wrong by certain things. Yeah. Like, um, for some people, they just can't stand waiting in line. Yeah. It is a waste of their time. All they can do is stand there and think about how this is a waste and they're getting COVID. <laughs> just now um so i mean what do you think about that like do you think with people if you're in those moments is it good to like maybe here's a here's the thing i think is important like i don't feel like we really know ourselves that well i think we get so busy in our day-to-day that maybe we don't know what our leeches are well and maybe that person's just not being present they're thinking about 800 things ahead of the exact moment that they're in. They're waiting in line, but they're thinking of, well, I have to pick up dinner and the kids need to get picked up and I need to get home that, and work and this project and these clients are calling me and this email. So they're just, th- they're not even present. So that is on my list. They're not present. Which is when I find I'm in fun, joyous things mm-hmm. and I'm not being fun and joyous, it's because I'm not present. You're not present. So the person in line, I mean, my suggestion for people that, and I would, I'm not definitely not saying that I don't get testy, you know, but when you're in that situation, quite possibly that's a moment where you literally close your eyes and you breathe. You just breathe Mm -hmm. because I, I've caught myself so many times and when I'm not being present, I'm anxious. Yeah. And that's who I am. Right. So for me, I have to just be like, okay, right now, this is what's happening. And in 10 minutes, I don't know what's going to happen. Yep. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It could be different. Or maybe I do know. I don't, but I just need to like, just pause and take a breath and be okay with being in the moment. And I know that one thing for you, which it's kind of a teaser for later, but I know one thing that also helps you is um, helping others. You know? Yeah, big time. So we'll get into that later. But mm-hmm. like sometimes I heard someone say one time that you can't really lay hold of the importance of your day to day life until you know Christ. Mm-hmm. Because in that, if you think of Jesus is orchestrating all this stuff to make, you know, experiences and life things happen that we learn from that pushes us in certain directions. Mm-hmm. So if you think of it that way, each day is almost like a scene of a movie. Mm-hmm. And if you follow film. You know, each shot is planned out to give you a per, you know, a perception or teach you or get you to lean a direction or think a character's good and they're bad, you know, whatever. Yeah. So sometimes for me, if I'm standing and I'm annoyed, mm-hmm. I have to go back to like, but what if you're on mission? Like, 
what if you're supposed to just be sweet to the woman who's been had grumpy people all day, beat her up, and mm-hmm. the that blip in her day that bumps her up a little bit, mm-hmm. maybe that was my job, and if I'm not present, mm-hmm. I don't think to do that. Right. And then I'm just grumbly, and I end up making her day worse Yeah. instead of better. So flip it and think, if you changed your thinking and you created a, a happy moment for whoever's around you, Yeah. and then that's this ripple effect. So then people around you are affected. Mm -hmm. So then maybe they're like, oh, they see the benefit of it or it creates this zing of joy in them. So now they're like, ooh, they're going to walk around and just like zing everybody, zing everybody, you know, (laughs) they're just going to send zings. But it is contagious. It's contagious. So I think big thing when you're not feeling joy, and I'll say this, when I'm feeling like grumbly mumbly you know when you're talking about what's a tip for in finding joy when you don't have it or i think it's giving joy while you don't have it you look for opportunities to you to, scrape to the bottom it. of the barrel you do, and you, you dig up it. what you have left yes and then you're feeling kind of you know crabby or whatever and you just go i'm gonna text my friend and tell him i think they're awesome i'm gonna tell my one i'm gonna call my friend and see how they're doing today or I'm going to sign up for that meal train or I'm going to help organize finding a door for this woman that has no money or or even I'm going to go sit in my child's room on the floor and talk with them for a half an hour even though I feel like I don't have the time yes I do you know so it's like you kind of just have to find these moments where you you zing people you just zing them. You just zing them. You give them a... <laughs> you just you, shoot a zing of you joy. You give them a joy zinger. <laughs> and for those of you, well, all of you, because you can't see us. We're shooting we're, pistols we're shooting. back and forth. <laughs> zing. Zing, zing, zing. 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 <laughs> uh, so I think that's a big one, is digging deep, bottom of the barrel, you don't feel joy, give it. Um, I wanted to read this really quickly, uh, I hope. So... If we look at, so I was looking at uh, John 15, and I was just reading this, and Christ is speaking himself, and he's talking about abiding in him. He's talking about, um, just like we talked about last week, God calls us to go do things above and beyond what comes naturally for human nature, mm-hmm. which is animalistic, selfish, self-centeredness, mm-hmm. okay? So Jesus is going, once again, doing the 180 flip on us and giving us all of basically the opposites of human nature and saying, um, these are all what are going to make you stick out and be mine. But then he just says, you know, as, I, as, the, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. So one, if it says abide in my love, and right after that, it tells you how. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, which is the whole thing we're trying to, we're just trying to live this life for him. Mm-hmm. We're trying to do our best and we're trying to always work on it. Yeah. So we're never get as stagnant as, you know, we try to limit our stagnation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but these things I've spoken to you that right here. So if you've done that, then these things I have spoken to you. And then Christ himself is saying that my joy may be in you. And that your joy may be full. Mm-hmm. So he's not saying my hope is that one day you'll have joy like me. Christ is saying that you have joy. Inside of you. These thing, He's saying 
that my joy, his joy, is mm-hmm. in us, mm-hmm. that it may be in us, mm-hmm. and with his joy in us, then our joy will be full. Yeah. So what Christ is saying here, so Jesus and my wife were talking mm-hmm. about the same thing in the last couple of days. She hadn't read this yet. <laughs> uh, well, sometime ago. Yeah. But that core principle you had already said to me, which is you go, I don't believe you can have fullness of joy without Christ. Yeah. And, and I realized that doing this research. It just like, became more I'm evident. I'm pretty sure that I just can't have it without him. Because you know? Jesus allows it for those people that follow him to get mm-hmm. there. Yeah. But if you don't follow those quirky, weird things that he's telling you are opposite, mm-hmm. you'll never get there. It doesn't mean that you're going to have troubles during it. You know. Oh, well, it mean? says nothing about not having trouble. Right, exactly. But it's just... it's. What a hope it is to know that it's right there and it's a gift and it's given to you and it's his. Like his amount of joy? You know how big that is? Right. But yeah. he's also saying that's what we're that's what's possible for us. Right. So That's huge. I mean trans just being transparent and part of even this you know, as this life group came about, the one of the things that I I have struggled with for years is how do you maintain your level of joy mm-hmm. through trial? Yeah. Okay. It's very possible. And I do know, I know for a fact that you get better at it over time. Sure. But for me, I've always been like, man, God said, this is the plan. He said there's going to be trouble, mm-hmm. but he also told me that I can be joyous in all circumstances. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't do the mental gymnastics of like, how do I do both? Like, Mm -hmm. how do you be in this place of sorrow and sadness and still have this separate little joy lantern? Mm -hmm. um, That because Christ says it's possible and we've seen people do it. You've seen people have Christ-like joy Mm -hmm. pulling through horrible circumstances that they could only do with through him. Yeah. And you're like, how can you be happy right now? Yeah, how are you sewing in and worrying about others like right now? Like, you just buried your son, and you're, you have the joy of the Lord. You know, or like, right. you just you you just lost your home, and you have the joy of the Lord. You just lost your job, and you have the joy of the Lord. Those are the, th- like, those are the situations I look at, and I'm like, I can only hope that I can have joy in adversity like that. You, you know? You know what? I'm not saying that this is the answer, but this is one thing I came up with. Tell me if you think I didn't I haven't told you this yet, I don't think. Tell me if you think this is good or not. I believe the more I walk through life, like you have to you can't just take things at face value. So like somebody ditched you at a meeting, you can't immediately apply that to your worth. Mm-hmm. And then tear yourself down afterwards because you weren't worth meeting. Right. Okay? Right. Maybe so here's my key point. Instead of that meeting, you could go 10 different things. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were in a car accident. Maybe they were supposed to miss. Maybe the next time we meet, it'll be twice as good because we didn't meet this time. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm supposed to learn something from this. Maybe they're learning something, whatever. Mm-hmm. But my key, like, I've come to the point where the summation of Christianity is you need to be creative. You have got to think of life in multiple different ways of thinking. And if you look at Christ's parables, all of his parables is giving conflicting points of view to different situations and how they acted. Hmm. So really creativity to me 
is the essentialness of Christ's walk. Sure. Because we have to always, all day long, no, I'm not just going to say that was a bad event. How could God take this and do it? And maybe you need to sit, think through 10 things he could do that was good from that. Right. But all of a sudden you go, oh, well, I have options for good now instead of just the one bad I would have focused on. Yeah. And guess what? Most of the time, one of those are right. I know. Typically, when you go to the negative route, you're wrong. You're like, well, they didn't meet with me because they hate me. Right. Uh, no, they didn't meet with you I'm because a kind of failure and they I'm thought a failure. today was Monday and it's not. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> or right. like... I mean, the rabbit hole that you can go down is, is bad yeah. if you start to think just the negative, negative, negative. Right. Yeah. So we almost need to be like, when God says we need to renew our mind, mm-hmm. it's not being uh, sheepish Christians that just believe and assimilate and listen. Mm-hmm. He wants us to be thinking and seeking his knowledge and wrestling with these things and going through and... Maybe thinking, create instead of being emotional, Yeah. give yourself a second. Maybe go, what else could God be doing here? Yeah. To me, that helps a lot. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, other tips for finding joy. I mean, we've talked about creative thinking. We've talked about um, thinking of, like, the opposite. You know, how you don't want to look that way or be that way. And then also, I just wanted to bring up, I mean, I think it can also be you know, um, healthy habits, like eating healthy or creating momentum, creating momentum. Yes. Um, mapping out goals, um, exercise. I mean, even on the movie legally blonde, she says exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. They just don't. (laughs) (laughs) They just don't. (laughs) They just don't. So let's talk about endorphins. I mean, I think God created them for a reason, too. And so we, healthy body, healthy mind. You know what? That's a huge part of it. And while you're on that, I think that's a good topic. So let's talk about, we talked about joy. Mm -hmm. Let's just maybe downgrade a little bit into the happiness, joy. Maybe let's say someone's sad. Mm -hmm. And let's say we talked about real briefly, but we don't really spend time to know ourselves well. We don't know what our leeches are. And for a lot of people, it's Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's it's the comparison. It's yeah. the it's all of the leeches. You have to, number one, I feel like you do need, I quit Facebook during the last election. And I have patients coming in today talking about how their dad won't talk to them because they like something on Facebook. on oh some, And I'm like, this is so early. This is four years later and stuff has not changed. Mm-hmm. And guess what? The election is going to be lots of ick. We don't necessarily need to get on us. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was Facebook. For someone else, it isn't. Mm-hmm. So I had to recognize that was a giant leech for me. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I think we need to go through and find out what are the things that steal our joy. What steals your joy? So that we can avoid them. Yeah. And if we know we're already kind of trending towards ick, mm-hmm. we would avoid that list. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I mean, time. and then um, on the same token, what are the things that bring you joy? Yeah. Like you should have a joy list. Yes, big time. I do think that, same with the gratitude, it's the things that bring you joy. And quite often, they'll overlap, you know? Right. So the things you're thankful for, they'll bring you joy. So there's that stepping from one to the next. You can visit your gratitude list and build off of that. Uh Why does this, why am I thankful for this? You know, why does this bring me joy? You can go to that. Why does my family bring me joy? Because 
they're security, because they're fun, because it's a challenge, because it's um, amazing people to hang out with, you know? Right. Because it's watching people grow and change. I mean, all the things, right? So then you can just really expound on that and you can find joy built off your gratitude list. Well, and I know that sometimes like even off my gratitude list or my joy list, whatever, um, if I'm feeling funky, like I can't break free and my little tricks aren't working, Mm -hmm. for myself, I have to separate and just find time with the Lord and like uninterrupted or maybe it's worship. But I know that for me to pull myself out, I need to do that. Like I have to have a joy list and I go to, Mm -hmm. oh, I feel good when I separate. I feel good when I go in the woods and whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. So then if you plug those things in or if you're having a hard time, maybe trying to find a way to plug those in in your day, Mm -hmm. something to help prop you up to, you know, at least you're floating instead of just keeping your head above water. I think that has a lot to do with balance. You know, right. I, I don't know that people truly have joy when they have a major teetered scale. No, that's true. Like you're 100% a workaholic and you're not able to even just dabble in the other things that are in your life that right. are meant to bring you peace and meant to bring you balance in your life. You're not, I, I personally think it's difficult to have joy when your scales are off. And it's funny you say that because that is just like the article that I read the other day that was basically equating the joy of the Lord to stability. Hmm. Like that they were one and the same. Mm -hmm. And just like Christ says that you will, you know, you will stand out and you will find my favor when you listen to the things that I say and do the things that I ask. Mm -hmm. Um, But even in doing those things, he's protecting you, but also unlocking another level of this. How do we put it? Um, it's not a it's not a feeling it's a we talked about happiness versus joy mm-hmm. and joy was like a equality quality yeah. thank you yep so it's like a quality versus it's another level of a richness to it that maybe happiness doesn't have i almost think like the things that we're talking about are I mean, almost fleshly. You know what I mean? Like, not fleshly, wrong word. Like, um, part of you. Like an oh. organ. Like, it's like an... Yeah, part of... Like, it's embedded in your soul. The joy is? Yeah. yeah. I feel like it can be. So then it's oh, almost it can like be. you can tap into it if you really had to, and you were tapping into your physical body in, like, a moment of meditation or praising you. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you can find it well and you know people that tend to bring joy where they go yes like everybody knows like yeah you're like oh that's sandra oh that's she's so sweet (laughs) oh everywhere she goes she yeah she just lights up and you know encourages and yeah and i mean that's kind of what christ is calling us to do that's where he's setting the bar for us yeah um so along that same line if we're talking about joy and we're talking about trying to muster it up how then on kind of your list of your joy tips, and many of them we might have already covered. Mm -hmm. Um, If you had to just kind of list out a few things that you use on a daily basis, or did you already answer those? I think we talked about, you know, relating to your gratitude list. We talked about finding balance in your day. We talked about thinking, you know, outside of yourself, looking at yourself. How are you showing joy? Mm -hmm. And then... Uh, we talked about giving joy out, and yeah. that's a big one. You know, digging deep, and you're feeling kind of like down and and not very joyous. That's when you write a message. You 
call a friend, you stop by, drop off coffee, you look for ways to serve, you look for ways to to be Christ's hand, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like that just kind of like levels you up, yeah. like fills your cup, you know? Um, I think those things almost fill you up more than um, looking at what you own or what you have or what you... Mm-hmm. Circumstantial things that create the happiness. The joy is coming from being authentically you who Christ made you to be. Yeah. And that's where we can really become unbalanced in today's world because it's about keeping up with the Joneses and buying and achieving and succeeding and those things. And we're getting away from how are you really truly being Christ's integral branch, you know, in in your in, area, in your world. Right. So I think joy, when you talk to the people that are truly serving and um, filling other people, they, I feel like they have more joy than others. Right. Uh, don't you also think, so this is, so we already know that it's a law. And when you sow into someone else and give, mm-hmm. that's the foundation of what Christ told us to do. Mm-hmm. If he summarized the entirety of the Bible, he said, love your neighbor. Okay? Yeah. So it's obviously super important. That taking care of his kids or his children and loving on someone else is extremely high on his list, the top. Yeah. So I got to feel like you do those things and you get the double bonus. Like you you get to help, mm-hmm. which makes you feel good. Yeah. You get to see that person's reaction, which makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. You line up with your purpose and vision, mm-hmm. kind of like you get a little uh, Mario coin above your head. Yeah. Like the one up. Yeah. Because you just got... You lined up with what God's been telling you to do, and you feel good about it because it's in your DNA. Yeah. And he's wired us Mm -hmm. to do what you just did. And again, the ripple effect. And possibly, too, your kids seeing you do it. Or, you know what I mean? Or if no one sees it or no one knows it was you, Jesus sees it. Mm -hmm. And that's the most important thing. Right. You know, you're not doing it out of... And that's the other thing, too. Like, we want to do it because we know that it's what we're supposed to do but we want to do it because we know that we're built for it we're designed for it like i feel like there's a void if you're not reaching out right and when there's that void there with that i feel like that kind of chips away at your Mm. joy level Mm -hmm. you know so and yeah and even as you're saying that i'm thinking like the things that go with it, your joy, your self-worth. Because mm-hmm. the longer that you are supposed to do a thing, let's mm-hmm. say God's telling you to do something, mm-hmm. the longer that you're saying no, I feel like the greater impact it has on your soul. And I don't mean your salvation. No, but I more mean, like it's peace level. Draining, yeah. It's taking chunks off it. Like you feel you're just gonna feel and then usually it's distance you feel between God because you feel like he's mad at me because I'm not listening. Yeah. So you just learn over time, there's joy behind that. Even us doing this, we know it's going to be a ton of work. It's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Um, We like doing it. It's a ton of work. But I get a lot of joy out of it. I'm thankful for, I'm blessed that this is, it's helping me. Mm -hmm. I hope it's helping someone else. It's helping me. I mean, I had a day today. Yeah, you did have a day. And all day long, I was like, I want to crawl in a hole and wake up tomorrow and start over. I'm mean, like literally from like 6:30 this morning. And I'm like, let's do a joy podcast. Yay! 
And I'm like, heck no. Let's talk about. No, you were you were of good spirits. I was, but I realized during the day that um, a couple things. You know, I think oftentimes when we're trying to do good and focus on good, the enemy can come in, right? Mm-hmm. And he can just be like, let me poop all over your day. Yeah. And see really how you are. You know. Sure. How can you withstand this? Sure. Who truly are you? Are you really how, a Christ how follower? How fickle is your joy? Yeah. Yeah. And so all day long, just trial after trial, and um, for those of you that know me or don't know me, um, I have an interior design business, and quite often I'm putting out fires. So there's a lot of things that can go wrong during my day, but there's a lot of things that can go right. Today was just the whole week's culmination of all the wrong, just (laughs) before 9 (laughs) a.m. But don't you think, like, in the middle of one of those days, like we've all called this just one of those days. Yeah. In the middle of it, I kind of almost get glad because it, my day is getting so bad that I know that I'm saving other days from poo. That are just going to be Because I might as well just dump the poo today. Yeah. I'd rather get the whole load today. I know. And then tomorrow just start over and have a fresh one. I know, but sometimes you just want to go to sleep at noon and wake up the next day. Yes. It's so much. But I will say, so I liked now in retrospect in 2020. <laughs> Um, (laughs) which is, okay, so anyway, um, I think that it was a good thing for me because we're talking about what you gain from serving him and and doing Mm -hmm. what he has for you, you know? I can look at it and go, I am having way more insight and way more growth even on my selfish end of things, having the day that I had and then coming and doing this podcast. You have better perspective. I do have better perspective. You do. And, And tomorrow I will wake up different as well and i'll think okay yesterday i made it through and then i was an overcomer and i saw the benefit of it and here i am yeah and then you get to start over yeah and then the other thing is is yesterday's failure like that's a leech too yeah like we can't let yesterday's failure taint today's joy no because otherwise we're not giving it a fair shake we're starting in a negative mm-hmm. how much harder how much amazing does that day have to get to get all the way up right like we got to clear the deck yeah lay hold of our gratitude and then our thankfulness and the full the true full thankfulness that only Christ can give you yeah and then we can find that we're hitting that benchmark more frequently. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden we're like, oh, hey, what Jesus said is actually doable. Yeah. It just takes some work. It takes work. You're not going to get it in the one. In, you're not going to get it in the, the Bible verse quote version. You're not going to just get the one liner that's going to set you straight. No, I think I definitely feel like it's such a, it's like um, exercising. You just have to keep working at it and start giving yourself the credit, you know, every once in a while about, oh, good, I was, I overcame, you know, like today, I overcame. So tomorrow I'm like, bring it on, you know. Right, I beat yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. So as far as that goes too, I mean, maybe we should talk a little bit about um, what is a daily thing that we can do this next week? What what can our um, listeners do? You know, our mental hygiene moment. Okay, can I... Can I run through my quick list first before we do the mental hygiene? Yes. Okay. Uh, oh, we talked about that one. We talked about that one. Oh, here is the one thing. This is just one point I wanted to cover. But like uh, going into your day with expectation, over and over Christ talks about that faith is what heals us. Faith is what brings us into these places. When he sees that you believe that it's happening, it engages an extra level of effort on his part because he knows your heart. 
right? So even in when we're trying to load joy into our day, I believe we have to start the day and expect great things to happen. I feel like we have to expect God's hand to move. Sure. And we can seek him, and maybe they're little things. Maybe sure. it's someone buying your coffee at Caribou, or maybe it's, but you're starting the day looking for his hand. He knows you're looking for joy. He already knows it. He knows you're listening to this right now. So when you go to do that thing, he's there, but just being like, God, I'm, I'm expecting to see your hand move. I want to walk in joy. Show me where the joy is in my day, mm-hmm. even if I can't see it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you expect it and you watch for them and you celebrate them and you give them credit, he's only going to make that easier. Mm-hmm. Right? I agree with that. All yeah. right. Okay. So then mental hygiene moment. Yeah. Go for it. So mental hygiene moment with gratitude, it was the shower, you know, and you're taking time to just really be thankful. And then this week we're asking... You know, I hope you brush your teeth anyway, at least once a day, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Right now, my kids, I'm not sure if they're brushing their teeth because... We're on an every other day plan. We just don't really know what they're doing. Sometimes I'm like, did you even eat today? But Mm -hmm. that's where we're at. Pandemic. Hashtag pandemic. Yep. So when you're brushing your teeth, we want you to use that as a trigger to close your eyes. Yeah. Justin actually said, maybe we should ask him to do it after because maybe they can't multitask. And I said, yes, they can. I said, women can multitask. Men will struggle. Now. They will be praying. They will be seeking God and dribbling down the front of their if shirt. If you can shower and pray, you can brush your teeth and do what we're okay. about to ask. Okay. Do it however it comes so, natural. brush your teeth. Maybe get an electric toothbrush so it's less thinking. And close your eyes and put your other hand on your heart. And what I want you to do is envision your body like a cup and it's just filling up with the joy so it's overflowing with joy from god yes because that's where it comes from so now if you go to try that and you're not like getting anything okay mm-hmm. what should you pull from do you start pulling from your gratitude list to like yes. fill your cup a little bit think about something see... that you know gave you joy think of a memory so i mean if you have to think about Standing on the beach of Mexico with the waves crashing and the water and the sand under your feet and or you're in a field and Jesus is running to you or you had your first child Uh or you gave birth, you walking down the aisle to get married, the day you were saved from, the day you became saved in the church. Um, There's so many, those are the things. And so that will just start to well up. And then I think... I think um, over time, you'll start to just not have to really think of an instance. You'll just feel yourself fill up with the joy of the Lord. Yeah. And and really, it's tuning into Him too. I want that to be a focus point. Is we're we're putting our hand on our heart and we're thinking about Jesus and all that He's given us and who and He is in us and the yeah. joy that He put into us. And and basically, you're but you're looking for almost that full feeling. Yeah. Kind of like if you had to say there was a cup in your heart. Yeah. That you're looking for it, that fullness of heart mm-hmm. feeling, yeah. the precursor to joy. Mm-hmm. So like we're working on it so we can fill it all the way up. And even if right after that, the air gets let out of our balloon, we got to that moment of feeling it. Well, then we can get back there. I think it's something you can tap into throughout the day then. Because you're like, hold on, this morning I had this. Right. No, that's good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I, I just want it to be kind of mm. like a... Mm-hmm. Um, a point for you to remember during the day when things possibly go awry or or you're just kind of losing energy with it and you can think back to, oh, what does that feel like? I want to feel that again. And even if you wake up 
and it's normal or you're good, mm -hmm. and now you go to that fullness of heart starting your day, mm -hmm. it's only going to reap harvest from that point forward because right. you're in that mindset. Yep. You're yeah. in that God's got me, mm -hmm. I got him, and I have a job, mm -hmm. and I'm needed today, mm -hmm. and I need to be at my fullness, and my I want to spread joy because ickiness and hate and stink mm -hmm. doesn't spread well. People don't like that. Right. We're supposed to be the salt and light. So go out, be that thing, and you will get momentum in your joy. Yep, I agree. Love it. And we'll be sharing our exercise on the website. On Wednesday. Yep. Yep. The focus exercise. So we're looking forward to sharing that with you guys. And what else do you have to say? Anything else? That's what I had to say. Awesome. Well, thanks this, for joining us, you guys. Yep. Thank you for joining us. This concludes week two. And watch out for next week. We will be releasing our next podcast uh, next Wednesday. And have an amazing week. Bye, guys. Bye.